Welcome back into Super Bracket Bros. My name is Jay, your host and your personal bracketologist. And as always, sitting across from me, I have your selection Sunday boy, Elias Stokes. How you doing today, Eli? <laughs> Still a little hungover from the after party. Oh, yeah, from that rager that ang threw <laughs> no it was the after after party with the gnomes and dwarves ah uh, gotcha the yeah. secret after party that not even the characters went to no i i tried i tried a, a drinking competition with one of the dwarves mm. i went under several tables <laughs> several tables yeah. <laughs> they stacked the tables up and you just crashed through all of them <laughs> i was hanging out with the gnomes in the bathroom <laughs> of course the gnomes would hang out in the bathroom <laughs> So this is Super Bracket Bros. This is the podcast where we take 32 fictional characters, put them in a tournament against each other, and episode by episode, matchup by matchup, we decide who the winners are and take you beat by beat through the tournament to see just who is the best of the best. And as I mentioned earlier, this is our Name to be determined, more than likely just going to be called Selection Sunday Show. <laughs> well, we, we came up with that term, didn't we? That's not a term people use. Yeah, of course. Just, <laughs> just, just like our, our bracket is a totally original idea. <laughs> no one else has ever done that before. Yeah, with our epic eights. And yeah. our... <laughs> now, we just wrapped up season one. Now, this is the beginning of season two. And hopefully you're listening to this episode first because we're going to just quickly... We're going to be going over all of the matchups that are to come. So we have the round of 32 all set up and ready to go, and we're going to tell you all the matchups. But before we start that, kind of want to lay down how things are going to work for Season 2. There are a couple changes in store, just so that you're all aware. A couple big changes that will affect some fights. The biggest and most important thing is if you listen to last season for the first season Every character that was a higher seed that was determined by us uh, as well, me and Eli here, received home field advantage. So All Might got the USJ, you know. Wonder Woman got the Mascara, like, character that's their home stomping turf. Yes, exactly. So all these characters, you know, sort of had an advantage, but... It was almost a, always a toss of the coin whether or not the lower seed would have an advantage as well. So for this season, we're mixing it up a little bit. We are going to have totally randomized locations. We've come up with 100 locations from across all the universes you can think of. Every single one. Every single one. We... From, from your favorite sitcom from the 90s to your most recent beloved cartoons to real world locations historical locations there's a real possibility of an anime superhero and a robot fighting at dunder mifflin 100 <laughs> <laughs> percent. but no we're, we're determining that through uh d100 correct yeah absolutely so we have these 100 locations it'll be totally random which one we pick for each match and that'll go through all the way up until the final four and then we'll pick more neutral locations but we figured this is a way to truly test our combatants and see how flexible they might be right yeah because you get characters like aquaman who are so determined on like the amount of water and if it's his home field he always is around water but mm -hmm. looking at the 100 list like he could 
you know, characters like that could be shit out of luck exactly. or vice versa, have all the luck in the world. So mm-hmm. this gives us a chance for the lower seeds to maybe have a better advantage and vice yep. versa. And additionally to locations, we're going to be randomizing weather and time. And so that's going to be, we've got 20 types of weather and 10 types of time, you know, pretty straightforward, probably is not going to affect too much, but you know, you never know. It's neat. It, <laughs> you know, it, it, you just can't resist the possibility of, you know, an, an epic sun sunset showdown on the beach, you know, with the, just a light drizzle coming in over the horizon, you know, just, you just can't resist. That would have been perfect for Raiden versus Crash. As an example, I suppose so, <laughs> yes. So that's just a little taste of what you're going to get in Season 2 as far as location goes. And we also wanted to outline, you know, e- each match, you know, in case, again, this is the first time you're listening, how we determine the winner of each match is me and Eli, we we both give an out of 10 of how many times we think a given fighter will win. And whoever's more confident in their given fighter will win the fight. And so it usually leads to, you know, an engaging discussion about you know, various powers, advantages, disadvantages that each fighter is going to have. And really, we want it to be a discussion rather than a competition. And uh, as a part of that, we're going to be including some guests on, you know, some quote-unquote character experts to come on the show and really dole out some good information about why they love these characters and why they're great and why they would or wouldn't win in a fight. Yeah, bringing some, you know, obviously you love hearing us all the time. Of course. Every single time. Of course. But, you know, it might change things up a bit. Exactly. We're going to be mixing th- some things up. <laughs> Said guests will also be determined by a D100. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we have 100 real-life people, and we're going to roll the D100 to see who gets picked. And you're going to be called, probably. You don't even know it yet. At this <laughs> you're, point. you're on the list. <laughs> if you're listening, probably. <laughs> Other than that, I think we should just get into the matchups quick, you know, so and and kind of lay down the map that is going to be the next eight months. Also, remember, this was determined, um, the seating was determined by you, audience members, and so thank you to everybody who uh, filled out the poll. Yes, absolutely. So we, as I spouted many times on the podcast before the first season ended, we had a poll out and we had... A good amount of responses, and I truly 100% really appreciate everyone that responded to the survey. It really helped us figure out the seating, and you know, so it wasn't just us in our minds and our biases what these characters can do. And we did bring back some characters from last season, and we did have to hand seed those characters. Yeah, just uh, um, Jay and I had our own personal picks. We sort of uh put in on our own and mm-hmm. there was one other character who got brought in by popular vote so yeah so, so there are three returning exactly there's three returning characters and we'll be going over those as we go over the matchups here in just a moment um but yeah just thank you for doing the survey if you did and uh, i really appreciate it and that also means if there's any if you personally have any problems with the seating either it's directly your fault because you <laughs> took the survey or you could have done something about it and you didn't take the survey. So don't come knocking at my email. <laughs> but again, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but again, thank you. We really do appreciate it. Um, and, you know, based on the term, I think the audience, you know, I, I have no problem with it. No, I think they really did a great job. I, I think this is spot on. So, um, but let's 
get to it let's go over the matchups yeah i'm like i'm one of those people who gets way too excited at uh, selection sunday dude it's selection sunday is so so fantastic because i mean you you get the best part about a bracket like this is seeing it all splayed out in front of you and all like nice and fresh and and you get to make the determination you know of what's going to happen next yeah and it's almost like watching a pilot to a tv show it's just here's the setup i can't wait to see how it plays Mm -hmm. out before uh where can they find this tournament online if they want to see absolutely so make sure you head to our facebook or instagram there you'll be able to catch the brackets on our stories there as well as i'll be posting on the super bracket bros page on facebook so you'll be able to see the brackets nice and fresh there the day this episode drops so make sure once you've listened head to the facebook check out the brackets and and let us know what you think because you know we would love your input about you know hey i you know think that so and so has a really good shot based on you know the the north or the south or east or west so that's what we're all about here. And a fun activity is to fill out the bracket and watch it just get busted by us guys. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> us two guys that are just going to totally rain on your parade. Just shit on all your hopes and dreams. <laughs> and so Karen from accounting wins <laughs> all the pool, even though she's never watched a game. God damn it, Karen. She just picked it based off the mascots. <laughs> and the colors. Uh, but without further ado, I think we should start talking. Absolutely. So... We're going to start with the region that we're actually going to be starting with. And so uh, let's start from one versus eight. So our number one seed of the Eastern bracket, he's back. <laughs> he's angry. <laughs> he's on. He's on. He's here for his revenge tour. It's all mine. <laughs> <laughs> the two seed of the East is going to be Venom. And we're going to be using the Venom from the Sony Marvel Pictures, so the Tom. Tom Hardy version, and the edgy version. The yes, somehow the, edgier than somehow edgier than the <laughs> Sam Raimi version. Yeah, absolutely. Then we're going to have Cyborg as the three seed from the Teen Titans cartoon. So, not not the Snyder cut. <laughs> not the n- no. <laughs> Eli, the Snyder Cut hasn't been released yet, so (laughs) we couldn't use that version of Cyborg if we wanted to. But that's the true version. Well, Justice Justice League defamed Snyder's vision. (laughs) (laughs) So we're going to have Cyborg come in as the three seed there. Then the four seed of the East is going to be... The four seed of the East is Samus from the Metroid games. And we're sort of using, like our other Nintendo characters, we're sort of using a composite from Smash Bros. Yeah, it's sort of a theme with our Nintendo characters, you'll notice, is it's going to be sort of what they can do from movies and other video games and other media kind of packaged in a Super Smash Bros super bracket bros package i was almost like we're paying homage to our namesake (laughs) that's that's super weird why would we do that and actually uh samus's opponent in the east the five seed is going to be katara from the last airbender universe very pertinent now that avatar is on netflix (laughs) yes exactly so Make sure you you're all caught up on your avatar on Netflix. There's no reason not to now. If for some reason you're the last person listening to this <laughs> to podcast <laughs> that has not watched the Avatar. Um, and Katara, speaking of our you know new setup, it I was just about could, to say. Ve- could very much benefit or not benefit from 
a location or weather or time of day. <laughs> so, all you real fans will know what we're talking about. Lots of possibilities there. The sixth seed of the Eastern bracket is going to be Brooke from the One Piece universe. Yeah, this is my favorite character from one of my favorite things. So, <laughs> that has ever existed. So, pretty high up there in Eli's tier list. Yeah, so um I think they just released like chapter 947, so now is a perfect time to get into <laughs> One Piece. <laughs> don't watch One Piece. Don't don't ever. I this is probably this is the only only thing I will ever tell you on this show to not go listen to, watch, or experience. It's so funny because it's, it's not like a bad thing. It just no, it's, it's not, so it's so good, but it traps you. It's the seventh seed <laughs> of the East. Another cyborg s character. We have Mega Man mm. as the seventh seed. So the ultra flexible, and again, you know, not Nintendo, but. Has a Super Smash character and is a wonderful composite of everything Mega Man can be. So he's going to be going up against Venom. So you have your charming, friendly robot, friendly, <laughs> friendly, smiling robot. You know that beats up bad guys just because it's a jolly good time. Versus <laughs> Tom Hardy. Versus Tom Hardy in any incarnation <laughs> would be ridiculous. I thought, I'm excited for Mega Man. Um, he sort of reminds me. Sort of in that same style as like a Magnus character or a Link character, just mm-hmm. a guy with just a Swiss army knife of things. Absolutely. Now, the eight seed of the East, we have last, but certainly not least in our hearts, we have Garrus Vakarian from the Mass Effect series. Everybody's favorite alien boyfriend. As <laughs> As long as he's not doing recalibrations at the moment. <laughs> Do you think that's why he got an eight seed? Because they just assumed he's, he's too- going to be, he's too busy doing those recalibrations. Oh my, it's going to be like, I'm so ready. Like I got, I just got upset in the last tournament. Let's go. And yeah. <laughs> Garrus doesn't show up. Garrus is still, still on calibrating and doing those calibrations. <laughs> now moving on to the West, the number one seed and your chosen number one overall seed, so the highest ranked fighter chosen by the voters is Mewtwo, which quite deserving, if I might add. I just watched that Mewtwo Strikes Back remake on Netflix. It might be a good watch before we talk about Mewtwo. Is he our first like telepath character in the series? I mean, if you kind of want to count Danny Phantom... No. <laughs> then, you know what I meant. <laughs> then, yeah, probably. <laughs> so, yeah, Mewtwo is a pretty terrifying force. And the it doesn't get any better with the second seed of the West. <laughs> so, the second seed of the West is going to be Overhaul from the My Hero Academia universe. By far and away, the most evil character we're going to talk about in both seasons. <laughs> We, we really like My Hero Academia because mm-hmm. of the powers, and Overhaul has one of the most interesting powers, I think, in this tournament. Mm-hmm. It sort of like depends large on where he is and what he has available, but even mm-hmm. in a one-on-one fight, he's pretty deadly. Yeah, so Overhaul is going to be a good addition to the West, 
and possibly a worthy opponent for Mewtwo in the finals of the West. The three seed, we're heading back to the slightly cheerier Marvel Cinematic Universe. We have Falcon and the Winter Soldier coming in for a team-up. I'm always excited for these dual uh, team characters. Me and this, too. This one I'm probably most excited about. Because Be- I th- both these characters, I think, would be capable like six or seven seeds on their own. 100%. Like, either one of these would be capable fighters and... Like as a lower seed, but seeing them together as a three seed, like two solid heroes, but not like not our previous matchups that are like tethered together, like Hiccup and Toothless, we could never separate them and put them in this tournament. Like Daenerys and Drogo, we could never separate. Yeah. You know, so like these two like can function on their own. It'll be interesting to see how we decide they function as a unit. And we're sort of um obviously um we're not going to be able to see the series when the episode comes out, but we're basing this off of the Falcon and Winter Soldier series. Yes, this was in anticipation of the Falcon and Winter Soldier series, which has been postponed. So we won't get to see that series before we talk about Falcon and Winter Soldier. But but just to be clear, Fal- this is going to be the version of Falcon with the Captain America shield, which will be very interesting. Yes, absolutely. He's going to have that vibranium shield. and. We're going to keep bringing back that shield. Some incarnation, <laughs> no matter what. <laughs> some incarnation is going to have that shield in every tournament. <laughs> now, the four seed is another video game character. We have Geralt of Rivia from the Witcher series. So, And also the recently, well, I suppose six months ago isn't recently, but the Witcher series from Netflix. And so we're going to be mostly sticking with the video game series because the TV version is basically just a toned-down version of the video game series. And on the other side of Geralt, the five seed of the West is going to be Ahsoka Tano, the protagonist of the Clone Wars series, which just wrapped up. Um, but no, I'm interested in seeing you know fantasy versus sci-fi. They both have tele- uh, telepathy just you know mm-hmm. i think it's i think it's a matchup you wouldn't think about but it's like oh shit exactly like- once you think about it you're like okay i can get on board with that and believe it or not in the same western bracket we have another witcher character we have yennefer vengerberg vengerberg yennefer vengerberg yennefer vengerberg <laughs> <laughs> going up against falcon and winter soldier so we have another witcher character much more magic oriented you know she's the sorceress she's really my you know like the reason i wanted to include her is because of how much i enjoyed her character from the witcher series but i know you know she's got plenty of feats from both universes both tv and video games that we'll be bringing up for sure yeah and it's fun bringing in a pure sorceress elsa was sort of like that in the last season but Mm -hmm. you know not in like the 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 prototypical fantasy mold that Mm -hmm. yennefer really is yeah exactly and she kind of fits that same glass cannon mold as well where like her magic is extremely strong but you know she doesn't have the same armor capabilities as Geralt from the same universe um and so the seven seed from the west that's going to be going up against overall is scarlet from the mortal Kombat universe the perfect opponent for an overhaul would be from mortal Kombat, of course like <laughs> like overall like is a great mortal Kombat character <laughs> but uh, scarlet is a Definitely a lesser known, you know, she's not your Scorpion, she's not your Sub-Zero, but she is very, like, unique abilities. I mean, she's essentially a bloodthirsty bloodbender 
to the upteenth degree. <laughs> like she steals people's blood and then uses that blood as swords and knives and tentacles to destroy her opponents. Which I mean, that sort of overhaul shtick too is able to turn things into other objects. So it's going to be interesting seeing these two characters basically MacGyver exactly their way to victory. Yeah. So that's going to be a great matchup. And the eight seed of the West, we have Hermione Granger from the Harry Potter universe going up against Mewtwo. It's so weird, though, because I've only watched a bit of the Witcher show, but I know Yennefer as a sorceress is like a professional mm-hmm. versus a, just a smarty yeah. pants, like, yeah, try yeah. hard. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just, like, and, and I think that's what makes Hermione great in this tournament is, like, she yes, she's a magic user, but, I mean, she is so intelligent, so ahead of the game as far as, like, her peers go. And, you know, uh, we'll find out if she can be two steps ahead of Mewtwo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but I'm I'm excited to just introduce the Harry Potter universe. That's one of those more low-key universes where, oh, there's actually powerful individuals in this sort of young adult series that mm-hmm. I feel like get slept on. So, moving on from the West, headed to the North Bracket. Now, the number one seed of the north bracket calls the ripatorium his home it's none other than the doom slayer and we're using the reboot uh uh the 2016 2016 to now 2020 from doom Doom eternal Eternal. yep coming with uh not the bfg so (laughs) it's gonna be interesting what kind of ordinance because doom slayer on his own is pretty beefy but if we give him weapons he's uh that's the definition of a beefcake. <laughs> yeah, he's something else. <laughs> so the two seed of the North, we have the much cheerier protagonist in Lemillion from the My Hero Academia universe. Cheery is an understatement. Cheery is 100% an understatement. This man, he, Mirio. <laughs> Mirio Togata is the best. <laughs> Literally so opposite from overhaul yeah exactly (laughs) like the reason you know we picked overhaul and lamillion is because you know both of them had their arcs come to an end in the latest season of my hero academia but you know and we'll talk about lamillion more during the episode but you know he really goes through something that proves he is the true definition of a hero yeah and like his power is something we're just so excited about absolutely so the three seed of the North is going to be, and we're kind of swinging back on the pendulum here. We have Dracula from Castlevania. Man, you're just, yeah. this is a battle of light and dark in yeah, this tournament. North is something to behold here, I think. <laughs> but this is Dracula from the Castlevania anime series on Netflix. Yes. So this is sort of another composite. So I feel like the the a good basis is to go with the anime from netflix and then i I, similar to what we did with alucard throw in some powers that we can imply would be true from the video games as well yeah we basically get the lord of darkness a big fuck off vampire Mm -hmm. yeah the four seed of the north we have a cartoon network favorite of mine we have ben tennyson the always changing million different forms not just 10 (laughs) i will tell you right now (laughs) Wait, oh, so which Ben are we using? The the young Ben, the older Ben? So I, I, I sort of imagine the original Ben 10 from the original cartoon series. You know, I, the from what I've garnered, you know, from my internet perusing is that it's essentially, it's more or less the same iteration. And 
as well will be gating off the omnipotent alien he turns into at the end of the series. Also the whole Ben 10,000, because we're not going through 10,000 aliens. No, absolutely not. So this is just the core 10 that at the start of the series. Yeah. Which, given your D100, D20, and D10, <laughs> holy shit, Jay. <laughs> now, Ben 10 is going to be going up against azula so we have a little cartoon network versus nickelodeon action here i just realized (laughs) (laughs) we have azula the firebending princess from the last airbender man the 2000s were so cool for like action cartoons 100 percent. so i'm really looking forward to what azula brings and like i mean she can do so many things with firebending but she's going up against like we talk about swiss army knives like that's that's Ben Ten, <laughs> and like each of those, each of his characters almost have different abilities on their own. So it's just going to be this interesting. You know, our ten out of ten is almost going to be like each of Ben's aliens. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but now the sixth seed, we have another returning character, and now All Might was a returning character that the listeners picked. Now this is your pick. We have a Bumblebee from the Transformers universe, specifically from the most recent Bumblebee movie, which. We highly recommend. Yeah, it's really great. And uh, the reason I picked Bumblebee, I was looking, I wanted to bring back a character who got beat in the first round. Mm -hmm. um, And I wanted to bring back Bumblebee because he wasn't like a lot of our other characters. We didn't have like a pure grappler. Mm -hmm. And so I just love watching. Like if you watch the Transformers movies uh, and the Bumblebee movie, like I just love grappling and boxing. Mm -hmm. And he's not one dimensional either. He has guns. He has swords. He can transform into a car. So I just love the all the different things Bumblebee can use. But no, I'm excited to bring back Bumblebee. I'm just seeing, you know, Dracula is doesn't have the same moveset as um, as Sephiroth. Sephiroth. Yeah, so I can see like his fighting style might be more better suited against Dracula. But I'm mm. I'm just excited to see because again, he's one of our few grappling characters. Mm, yeah, the seven seed of the North. We have probably the only major problem I have with how the listeners seeded our characters. We have a Dash and Violet Parr from the Incredibles universe. Now. Like we said earlier, like these two don't need to be together, but they make a great team. And a seven seed is criminal. <laughs> it's criminal, Eli. You hear that audience? <laughs> it's almost like they saw they were kids and were like, hmm. <laughs> but this is so interesting because you almost have the crowd control and Violet versus Dash just popping in and dealing damage. Mm-hmm. It's going to be interesting seeing their synergy. And now the eight seed of the North and we have beast boy from the teen titans universe now when i put when i put beast boy i didn't really think about it i mostly put him in there as like uh because i put cyborg in there and they're best friends so i just put them in there together i didn't really think about the ramifications of putting beast boy in there well it'll be interesting because sort of like with like the Ben Tens, Beast Boy can turn into so or yeah, Beast Boy can turn into so many different things. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna have to imagine all the different ways he's because he's not gonna be able to take Doom Slayer one on one. Right. Yeah. Like he's gonna have to come up with some very very unique ways to take down the Doom Slayer. And then so that sums it up for the North. And now moving on to the South, our last region, the number one seed is Hercules and Pegasus from the Disney movies. <laughs> I love this. I love including these guys Mm. i don't know why it's sort of like when we included elsa you don't think of disney characters as like right yeah especially like and i mean hercules like can fight i mean he's truly like i mean elsa is similar to elsa like 
I don't know if I'd take anybody else from this movie, but like Herc like deserves that number one seed. Like he is a god. Yeah. And, so and he has like we seen we we have feats to use from. We're not just speculating. Exactly. So it's almost like, oh, I didn't expect that, but that makes perfect sense exactly. sort of fighter. With the mobility of Pegasus added in. Yeah, more than deserving of that one seed. Exactly. So the two seed of the south, we're going far into the future, away from mythology. We have Master Chief from the Halo series. Oh yeah, I'm excited for Master Chief. Um like we talk about these Swiss Army Knife characters who just have a lot of tools at their disposal, and Master Chief seems to be one of the best at that. Because mm-hmm. if you ever play the games, you know he just has—he's a one-man army. One hundred percent. Which are yeah. the Spartans are designed? It for. makes sense for that two seed. Mm-hmm. And so the three seed of the South, we have another Disney character. We have Maui from the Moana movie universe. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I never thought about that. Do other princess universes share? I don't know. There was if that it's scene confirmed. in Wreck-It Ralph, the Is second it? one? <laughs> yeah, because we should be using Wreck-It Ralph as our frame of reference. <laughs> but no, like similar to similar to Herc, it's like I wouldn't, I wouldn't. My first thought wouldn't be Maui in this tournament, but mm. he fits perfectly. Yeah, and it's interesting they ended up in the same bracket and could potentially face each other. So that would make for an outstanding Disney matchup. You know, you have Western God versus an Eastern inspired God, which mm-hmm. will be really fun. So yeah, the four seat of the South. We have Shira and Swift Wind. And let me tell you, I have just finished watching all of Shira in the last two weeks, <laughs> and I am very excited to talk about Shira in this tournament. I know. I was just like when I, I was watching, I'm not caught up like you are, but um I really wanted I was the one who brought it up to you. It's yeah, you like, were. Yeah, and so I thought she would be a great up addition to this. So um just with her power set and the fact that her series is out so mm-hmm. I'm, I'm really excited to see what she can do going up against she-ra making for probably my most anticipated matchup <laughs> of the first round we have stitch from lilo and stitch this bracket has so many disney characters it really does Holy it's pretty shit. loaded yeah <laughs> but loaded too with powerful characters stitch is like the weapon of mass destruction yeah, like the like stitch is a Weapon of mass destruction that got a five seed, you know, so like pretty high potential for some upset material. Yeah, there. it's almost like that post situation where it's you look at them, it's that the appearances can be deceiving, but mm-hmm. we've seen him lift buildings, yeah. have buildings topple on yeah, him. Exactly. So, and he has lasers, he's <laughs> <laughs> got four arms and four guns. Yeah. <laughs> and he's all out of gum. <laughs> now, the sixth seed of the north, we have. Eleven from the Stranger Things universe. It's almost like that Pennywise pick. Yeah, it's pretty close because I mean, like, I guess this is your. It's not a telepath. It's telekinetic, I suppose. But you know, she can be quite powerful in the right circumstances. And I think it's interesting she got a six seed, like the same seed as Yennefer, and a higher seed than Hermione. Even though, like, they're all magic ee, but mm. she's also. 13 yeah. so it's interesting that she got a six seed it'll be interesting to see how she does against maui another magic kind of guy like there's going to be a lot of speculation in that matchup i think yeah and that's a, a very obtuse obtuse pick but one i'm excited for mm. the seven seed of the south we have general grievous hello there <laughs> so i'm very excited for general grievous he is one of my favorite like 
secondary characters of the Star Wars universe. And I will 100% admit it's because he kicks ass (laughs) in Star Wars Battlefront. I will 100% admit that to you right now. Well, he's... I. Along with Overhaul, he has one of my favorite designs. He's yes. just cool. He's just freaking cool, man. I mean, he, he does. He lacks the whole Force abilities, but the mm-hmm. idea of like him killing Jedi's and stealing their lightsabers is just way too like yeah, it's way too exactly cool. like being this. He has four arms. <laughs> and he has four lightsabers. It's it's too good to pass up. So, last but not least, we have my pick to return. <laughs> My boy, who was egregiously, maybe not egregiously, but (laughs) sadly eliminated in the first round. We have the eight seed of the South. Got Danny Phantom coming back. I just, for all of you like NCAA fans out there, Danny Phantom to Jay is that one time you put like that eight seed, like a Dayton going (laughs) to the elite, uh, the final four. In your bracket, and then fucking Florida beats them in the first round. (laughs) I was so... Okay, like, I like Danny. I like Danny Phantom, but I just got so caught up in the idea of him, like, being this great upset pick in the last tournament. I just couldn't let it go. (laughs) And so... I'm riding, riding that Danny Phantom train again, and he's going up against Herc, and I'm scared again. <laughs> Another <laughs> god. <laughs> but, I mean, who knows? It's a new tournament. Exactly. So. Well, we will be discussing it at length. And so now, just to retread, our one seeds are All Might, Mewtwo, Doomslayer, and Hercules. Our two seeds are Venom, Overhaul, Lamillion. And Master Chief, our three seeds are Cyborg, Falcon and Winter Soldier as a team, Dracula and Maui. Our four seeds are Samus, Geralt of Rivia, Ben Tennyson, and She-Ra. Our five seeds are Katara, Ahsoka, Azula, Stitch. Our six seeds are Brooke, Yennefer of Vangerberg, Bumblebee, and... 11. Our seven seeds are Mega Man, Scarlet, Dash and Violet Parr as a team, and General Grievous. Our eight seeds are Garrus Vicarian, Hermione Granger, Beast Boy, and Danny Phantom. You know, we had in the previous tournament, we had the Aquamans, we had Sora, we had all these like the ceiling felt so much higher yeah. in the previous tournament. I agree. Um, but this tournament feels like the one seeds are a bit lower in terms of power scaling, and the eight seeds feel a bit bumped up. So I'm excited for a bit. I, I think there's going to be more. And given the location randomizer, I think that's prime for more upsets. Yeah, I think it will be interesting how that affects all these fights for sure. And then, like, just the, like... The fact that we picked characters we thought were closer and then how people voted and how close all the seeds were, like the eight seeds weren't you by and far. Like I can tell you some eight seeds got first place votes and I can tell you some one seeds got eight place votes. So like these were ranked, you know, by a wide variety of people. And I think, uh, I think our audience nailed it for the most part, you know, we, we'll we'll see we'll see how things play out but um you know obviously it's our you know realm of imagination that has to make these decisions you know but we hope we do right by our audience 
Um, but last but not least, make sure you, as soon as you listen to this, you'll want to see the brackets yourself. So make sure to head to our social medias, Facebook and Instagram. We will be posting them in both places. Check the Instagram story for the brackets as well as they should be on the, they're going to be one of the top posts on our Facebook page as well. So make sure to check those out right away. Um, And one more thing I almost forgot. I, Jay Davis, have managed to weasel my way onto yet another podcast uh, hosted by Emily Bateman. The Game of Groans podcast, that's G-R-O-A-N-S, is a Game of Thrones rewatch podcast, and I am going to be joining them this coming Tuesday, that's June 9th, uh, so make sure to look her up and look her show up as I will be making an appearance and we have just a wonderful conversation about uh, one of my favorite all-time season two episodes actually so make sure to catch her there and check out the show and so I will leave you with one last thing next week's episode we are going to break this season off with a three versus six of the east we are going to be talking cyborg versus brook so make sure you tune in for that episode it's going to be a good one because we have our one piece master sitting across from me and i'm gonna have to go rewatch some teen titans <laughs> which you shouldn't complain about. No, I'm absolutely not going to complain about Teen Titans' as prime television. But again, if you really want to fun- get a Funimation subscription, <laughs> I think they have 600, 700 episodes. So. Yeah, if, I, I don't, if someone is listening to this the moment it comes out, I don't think they have enough time in the week if they didn't sleep to watch all of One Piece and catch up. Yeah, that would be impossible. So if you want to watch the episodes with Brooke. (laughs) (laughs) So do you have any parting words for our dear listeners, Eli? No. Thank you so much for tuning into Super Bracket Rose on our special selection Sunday episode. Hopefully you are pumped and ready for season two. Thank you so much for listening. And on behalf of myself, Jay, and for Eli here, remember, no true hero is a one-trick pony.